What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Ghost Generation Podcast. My name is Dylan. I'll be your host today. Um, if you follow the podcast on Instagram, you already know what this episode is going to be about. And if you don't, you should check it out. It's at Generation Ghost on Instagram. Uh, my personal Instagram is also down in the description below if you want to check out my daily adventures. But today I'm going to be talking about my probably scariest near-death experience. Um, so six months ago today, August 9th, 2021... Um, I flipped my car, so I'm going to be diving into that, and I'll also be going into some weird theories about the afterlife, like guardian angels, um, the concept of quantum immortality, stuff like that. Um, also, if you guys enjoy the podcast and this new method I have of recording, uh, make sure to give us a rating on whatever you listen to the podcast onto. Um, strangely enough, if you don't like the podcast, you can't do that, so just don't even look, but... Yeah, let's dive right into it. So, August 9th, 2021. Technically, it started August 8th, which I believe was a Sunday. Yeah. But, anyway, um, I had to go to drill for the Army, the Army Reserves. So, all weekend, I was wearing dress blues. You know, it was really hot out. You know, end of the summer. Um, so, coming home Sunday, I was pretty tired. My drill uh, unit is about two and a half hours away from me. So... Not only was I standing in the sun all day, sweating, generally being tired, you know, I then had a two-hour drive home. But I had a, uh, a filming thing to do with the, the Saratoga County Homestead that day. If you guys don't know what that is, it's a tuberculosis sanitarium. The first episode of the podcast is actually about the Saratoga County Homestead, so after this one, you can go check that out. So I had a two-hour drive home, you know, got some Chipotle. I was all fueled and ready to go. Met up with Exploring with Josh, Just KC, Seth Borden, and Jake the Viking. The video is on Jake the Viking's channel. You should go check it out if you haven't already. But pretty banger, pretty wild video, actually. We had a lot of cool stuff happen. But anyway, um, when they first pulled up, they're like, hey, we're trying to, you know, stay all night. We want to stay until like 7 or 8 in the morning just to kind of see the sunrise whenever the sunrise is. Um, are you cool with that? I'm like, well, I kind of got some stuff to do in the morning, so I can stay until probably like 4 they're like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's plenty of time to do a video. So, you know, did some ghost hunting. Had some wild stuff happen. I think I brought a Red Bull with me. And that was my only source of energy. But I drank it at like a 10 or 11 because I was kind of tired. So, you know, filmed for another five hours or so. Had some cool stuff happen. And then around four, they're like, all right, you know, we're going to head out. Um, see you later, basically, you know. Um, so... I had a 45-minute drive home from the homestead, and I've made that drive probably hundreds of times, or I've ridden with Steve, you know, because we basically live at the homestead during the summer, but um, I don't know. I, was, I guess I was just really tired that day, and I made it 10 minutes from home, and I flipped my car. Um, I was pretty nonchalant about it. I mean, I, you know, I guess I'm pretty stoic about it, but I ended up hitting uh, one, I hit a telephone pole uh, rolled my car a few times, ended up, you know, upside down, and didn't die. I mean, the paramedic who came with the ambulance basically said, I've never seen someone hit a telephone pole and walk out of it. And the force I hit the first telephone pole with took out another two or three. Actually, I don't even really know because, you know, I didn't see what happened. But basically, um, I'm a walking advert for Don't Drive Tired. 
Um, I made it 10 minutes from home. You know, I was cranking music, had the AC blasting, all this stuff. I took all the precautions to try to stay awake. I was drinking water, whatever. Got 10 minutes from home. I turned down my music, shut off my AC, and that's what really did me in, you know? Um, I got way too comfortable, but they say that accidents happen within five miles of the home or whatever. So, yeah, um, I flipped my car, ended up tangled in the wires, took out like three or four telephone poles. Um, not a good day overall. Not a good morning. So I crawl out of the car. The lady across the road is like, Don't, you know, there's wires on your car. There's definitely still live. They're still connected to the uh, telephone poles. Don't get out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm already standing, so do you want me to get back in the car, you know? Um, originally, I said I didn't want to get checked out by paramedics or anything because I didn't want to deal with all that nonsense because I felt fine, you know, either it was adrenaline or whatever. But um, a guy pulled over and he's like, hey, I'm an off-duty paramedic. You don't have to listen to me, but I'd really recommend you go get checked out because you could have some, you know, like brain damage that we don't know about. So, yeah, um... I kind of think that, I mean, I'm not really big into guardian angels or anything like that, but I find it kind of strange that he pulled over. He was just, you know, coincidentally driving by and like, I didn't see him leave, you know? So he just kind of vanished. He disappeared. I don't know if it was like adrenaline or if I don't remember seeing him leaving, you know, it was just sort of like a weird thing. Um, definitely a real person. I'm not trying to say he was some like spirit or whatever that popped out of the thin air, but, um, I guess it was just really good timing that he drove by. Maybe a coincidence. I don't know. But are there really any coincidences? I don't know. That's another another story for another podcast, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, so he's like, you should definitely get checked out. Like, when the cops get here, tell them you want to have a paramedic check you out. All right, whatever, cool. Uh, so, long story short, a uh, cop pulls up. He's like, hey, you been drinking tonight? I'm like, nope, um, just came from drill, you know, had a long night, whatever. He's like, okay. Um, and I said, is there a way to like get me checked out by a paramedic? He's like, yeah, do you want an ambulance? I said, yes, but I, I don't want to go to the hospital. He's like, okay, I got you. So ambulance pulls up probably like five minutes later. Um, and the paramedic, you know, he was asking me all these questions about how I feel, how, how did it happen? Stuff like that. And he says, yeah, step into the ambulance. I'll run your vitals and make sure you're good. And then we can just go from there. I'm like, okay, cool. So he's like, yeah, just sit down on the, on the stretcher. I'm like, okay. And he pulls out a neck brace. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you're going to the hospital. I'm like, no, I want to refuse treatment. Like, I'm not trying to deal with all that. He's like, well, I've never seen someone crash head on into a telephone pole and survive, let alone flip their car, strike with enough force to take out another two telephone poles, you know, that whole ordeal. So he's like, you're going to the hospital. Like, you don't have a choice. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, wasn't too happy about that initially, but I guess it's, you know, it was a good idea in retrospect. Um, I get to the hospital. I was there for probably a total of a half hour. Um, trauma doctor comes in. He goes, do you have any soreness? I'm like, well, yeah. Uh, like in my shoulders. He's like, that's just muscle. You know, because I'm jacked. Nah, just kidding. But um, he's like, you're going to have that for probably a few days because you, obviously you landed on your shoulder um, when you unclip your seatbelt and stuff. He's like, if anything gets worse or if you feel any more symptoms, just like let us know. Come back but you're free to go home. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to bed now because I'm tired. You know, it's been a long day at seven in the morning. Um, but yeah, that's the basic gist of what happened. Um, for the longest time, I didn't really 
you know, everyone's telling me I'm so lucky to be alive. And I, yeah, it's very true. I should have died in that accident. But it kind of got me thinking, like, how did I survive? So there's the the regular explanation. It's like, okay, your body just went limp. Um, you didn't tense up, so you survived. That sort of thing. But, I mean, I took out, like, three or four telephone poles, rolled my car, and was wrapped in live wires, and I had nothing to ground me. You know, like, it was metal touching the ground. My rubber tires were up in the air. So if I didn't die from the actual crash itself, I figured I should have died when I crawled out, you know? Like, there's no way that I crawled out and just didn't touch the car whatsoever with live wires on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that just kind of weirds me out a little bit. Maybe that's just, you know, the normal explanation. Maybe I just did get lucky in my body. I was limp, you know? Good timing, I guess. But um, I started looking into something called quantum immortality. It's basically the idea that whenever you have um, an experience that should kill you or you quote-unquote die in an experience, um, your conscience is transported to another reality, basically. It kind of ties into the Mandela effect. Like, basically, the theory goes that I died in my universe, but my conscience, like, changed to a different universe, I guess is the easiest way to explain it. So that kind of weirds me out because... In ghost hunting, we always talk about, like, alternate realities, you know, time slips. Am I talking to someone who's just at work, you know, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 100 years ago? Um, so, overall, it makes my brain hurt. But I, I just don't know. Because, again, with the Mandela effect, like, that would explain things if people are out here dying and getting transported to different universes. I don't know. I'm not really sure if I buy into that theory, but that's one of them. Um, another one is the concept of guardian angels. Kind of like the idea that someone was watching over me, um, whether it be a family member, a higher power, whatever, and they decided it wasn't my time. Um, I actually have a clip that a family member got me on, like, uh, what do you call it? The, like the visor of my car, you know, I pull it down so the sun doesn't get my eyes, that thing. I don't know, I guess visor is the term for it, but it actually says, um, don't drive faster than your guardian angels can fly. So, I mean, that's always kind of been in the back of my head. Maybe a family member who's passed on or whatever, maybe they're looking out for me. Um, I kind of like that one just because in the sense that it's like, you know, they're still around. They're following me to make sure I'm good. You know, that's kind of endearing. Um, there's another theory that kind of arose on Instagram. Um, it was the idea that maybe something from the homestead make, made me crash. Um, again, I'm not really sure if I buy into that, but with Steve's experience at Madison Seminary and being influenced and losing time and all that other stuff, um, I mean, I, I guess it could be possible, you know, because I made that drive hundreds of times. I've been tired and driven an hour, two hours, three hours before, but I couldn't do it that night, you know? I mean, I did pull a 26-hour day, and it was all in in the heat, I guess, but... You know, I don't know, it's weird. We actually went to the homestead with the Brewing Fear Boys. Um, their Instagram will be down below. We went on Instagram Live, I think it was, and we asked with the DR60, you know, did you make Dylan crash? Um, why would you do such a thing if you did? I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, that we got a yes to the first one, but couldn't, like, make out the second one. So, that's, you know, awesome. Um, I'm not really sure if that's true or if it's just, like, you know, maybe something the DR60 picked up, like some random noise that one of us made or 
maybe we were listening too hard for a yes or no and audio matrix audio matrixing happened i don't know if you guys don't know what audio matrixing is sorry i can't speak today uh basically it's the idea that if you want to hear something you will for example like when you play the uh what do you call it the sb7 spirit box when you ask a yes or no question you're going to be listening really hard for a yes or no um similarly if you ask for someone's name you know you're going to be listening really hard for someone's name that's in the room so your brain sometimes tries to piece together the the parts um to kind of like validate your thoughts i guess so that's possible i mean or it's just like a spirit that wanted to sound scary and act cool but definitely uh, an unsettling experience we haven't developed anything from that but i don't know it's weird either way but yeah so that's the basic gist of my accident some theories behind it i hope you guys enjoyed my little story um for those of you who didn't know about the accident now you do it's a great conversation piece but uh yeah that's basically all i have for this episode Six months ago today should have been my last day, but here I am to tell the tale. Maybe in a different universe. Maybe I still have a guardian angel with me. I don't know. Strange thing, though, I forgot to mention. Um, that clip that I had above, you know, above me on my visor, it stayed there. So everything else in my car got thrown around. You know, car was trashed because I flipped it. My bad. But that visor stayed there. So I don't know if it's just a really strong clip. I don't know if the towing company, like the guy, clipped it back on or something. But that visor stayed there, or that clip stayed there, rather, on the visor. So I think that's kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know if you like this kind of style of recording that I've been doing recently. The first few episodes I did, it was strictly to the script. These ones are kind of more, you know, free roam, I guess you can say. But I think it's it feels more authentic, so I hope you guys enjoy it more. Um, obviously, I do edits here and there because I can't speak English, apparently, but whatever. Um, if you do like the podcast, let me know by writing a review, like I said, or let me know via my social medias. Those will be down below in the description. Um, the links to everyone else I talked about in the podcast will be down there too. And if you guys want to check out the Saratoga County Homestead featured in an episode of Destination Fear, Jake the Vikings video, um, a Sam McColby video, if you want to check it out, go to hauntednightsevents.com. In April or May of 2022, we'll start tours back up again, and you'll have the opportunity to meet Steve and I, Steve or I, you know, it depends on the day, I guess. But yeah, catch you guys in the next one, I guess. See you later.